Welcome, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. Kirk Feldkeller here, holding down the fort. Kwame is on assignment, but also on the line. Kwame, I am, and uh, I am in this uh, Arizona traffic. You would think the uh, president was here, or or somebody else, <laughs> or Donald Trump. No, these people. No, Donald Trump. <laughs> is that your next president? You know, Donald Trump. Might, you know, whomever he is, the candidate, Donald Trump, Hillary. Yeah, but they will have a. A little a convoy of uh, vehicles between them, but there's a lot of traffic out here for no reason. And this is usually when I just fly through to get to the studio. Yeah. Or uh, however, I had to stop and get gas to get to my next assignment. That, I'm headed in there. That will definitely do it. So I, in fact, on my way in today, I saw a bumper sticker: "My candidate sucks less than yours." Election 2016. <laughs> That is a um, pretty good bumper sticker. I can I can use that. I like but that. If I got involved, but yeah, I like it too because like you know whoever whoever's gonna win, both of them suck. Mine just suck less. Yeah, it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, Faraday had Donald Trump on last night on his show, and um, it was a very interesting interview. And, and you know, Donald Trump is an entirely different guy when he's one on one, and I think particularly with somebody that he likes. Um, I, it was it was really very interesting. It was the most I learned about what he really wants to do as president than ever before. And David Faraday is pulling it out of him. So, see that uh, you said Katy Perry? Uh, yeah, Katy Perry. No, <laughs> <laughs> David Faraday. Faraday. Oh, David. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, David Faraday. Well, David Faraday is a you know he's a golf guy. Donald Trump claims to be a golf guy. And yeah. uh, building these golf courses on his uh, plazas and resorts and stuff like that. Which, which the one in Miami is pretty good. I played it a couple of times before he took over. Now, yeah, and some stuff about Donald Trump that's amazing too. Because he's a he is why he is where he is. Not not the Donald Trump we know, but in this race is because nobody saw it coming. Right. And he's a you you predicted him to be an idiot, but not at this level. He's a he's a he says what he want to say, and he, he's, the thing about it is he's brutally honest. He says what he want to say, and then he only cater. He don't cater to the wealthy people. He caters to the, the poor people that look like him, but he has the money, but he don't. Right. You know, it's really interesting. I think that that's a, it's a really he's interesting a dynamic guy. going on is because I think the middle class and union workers and uh, even the lower class are favoring more Donald Trump than Hillary Clinton, which is a complete reversal of of roles that are generally associated with Republicans versus Democrats. And uh, I and I think that you know, and I you know, Donald Trump has tapped into that fervor and the anger that the American people feel from government. Government isn't doing jack for us, and we keep doing stupid things everywhere else in the world and spending money like, like drunken sailors everywhere else in the world, but taking care of our own at home. Well, I don't know why people thought they were going to do that. If you live long enough, if you live uh, 25 years and you paid attention, you know nothing was 
being done for you. You know nothing was done for you. Yeah. You can tell by the candidates. And a problem with uh, with people that don't pay attention, they start paying attention at uh, Barack and say, oh, he destroyed his company. This co- well, it is a company. And I was right when I said it because they start from him. But it's not, it's not where no. he, when he took office. you got to go back when people destroyed the middle class. Middle class was the fabric of the of this country where people had a job. Now you have a school teacher with a master's degree. She's considered middle class. But financially, she's not. She'll she paycheck away from sitting in somebody's line asking for something. Yep, exactly. It's middle class is a status. Well, that's a very good point. Right. It's, uh, it shows that, and there's not a lot of middle class in, uh, in uh, sports, though. Not a whole lot of middle class. You know what? You either you either make your money or you trying to make money. You ain't. There's no in between. There's no. You got Tom Brady money or you have a first round undrafted. I'm mean not first round, but undrafted free agent right out of college. Yeah. There's no. There's no middle class. It's the. It's the. It's the country. Or it's the world. Society we're in. It's like. It's like that everywhere. That's very true. Very true. So, um, one of my favorite pinatas. I've got two. Draymond Green. Pinata. Pinata. My favorite pinatas are Draymond Green and Johnny Manziel. Well, today I'm going to talk oh, a little bit about Johnny Manziel, who's just the biggest idiot I can I can think of. Even he's probably worse than even Draymond Green. But so he tweets out to A and M Nation that he is not going to go down this way. He's going to make it right. He loves them all and is going to do absolutely anything it takes to fix things um, and come back into the league, which... I saw that. There, so there's a couple problems I've got with that. <laughs> is, uh, is One, but you continue to, to tweet out and communicate about all your social life and party life, not your dedication to your occupation. And then the next thing is, this just in, Johnny... You don't have the talent to be an NFL quarterback. You've been stating that for a while. Don't you, don't you hear this? And I'm starting to lean towards that comment. Because I said, when Johnny Manziel came, I said, he's talented. And then I met the guy. I thought he was like 5'11". Mm-hmm. He, no, he might be taller than that. He might be taller. You think so? Uh-huh. I've met him. Well, I'll tell you what. Michael Vick is tiny. Yeah, but Michael Vick has some talent. Absolutely. He had an arm that nobody compares to. And when Cam Newton said this, and, and you and Demery, uh, you agreed last year that no one has seen anything like Cam Newton in the NFL. Because no. no. you can go back to uh, John, I mean, uh, uh, Randall. Um, McDaniel. Mc, and yeah, um, not Randall McDaniel. Um, Randall. Oh, Cunningham. Cunningham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness. And Michael Vick, and you see all his quarterback. You haven't seen a guy that tall with that You've seen a Randall Cunningham height and a Michael Vick t- talent. Right. And he's learning how to throw. I always thought his th- throwing was suspect. Um, he threw it too high. I didn't think I didn't think he had in control of it. But going back with Johnny Manziel, I'm starting to lean to that comment that maybe you can't play in the NFL. In the NFL when you, and maybe you also becoming conscious of the stuff you've done because you reached out to the Aggies. And I think you put three Gs in it. I think it was two yeah. Gs uh, in Aggie. <laughs> but you reached out to them and said, I'm sorry, I want to do what's right, Aggie for life. You, you're starting to get the conscience of, of, of I don't know, effed up. 
Yeah, well, in, but not only that, but it's, when I talk about talent, there is lots of talent, uh, and it's not just physical, though, to be in the NFL. And you've talked about this, I don't know, a thousand times to me. You've always said, I was never the best. Right. I was just smarter, I worked harder, I studied harder, I was prepared. That is part of what it takes to be in the NFL. And while Johnny Manziel is a fleet of foot, he can actually throw the ball fairly far if that's if that's a criteria for a quarterback, which I, I would He has debate. a spider sense. He has some instincts. Yeah, but he does not have the mental capacity to deal with as much as you have to deal with as an NFL player and now take that to a whole other level as a quarterback in the NFL. Curtin, he never had to. In True. life, in life, he takes his football and go home. Yeah, he's that exactly. Guy. Yeah, he's, he's that guy. Yep. And if I can't, if I can't take my football, well, I just leave and go start another game. But nobody wants to play in your oh. game. I, he has. He doesn't have the. You have to be able to work. Uh, I, I tell I tell the kids today. I tell even grown ups that's playing today, even the ones I coach or train. I said he might be quicker and faster than you, stronger, but he don't have to outwork you. You mm-hmm. can work. Um, there's a maxi- maximum you can work. You can work up to that and then take it overboard. When you push your body to the limits, you find out how far you can go after that. Right. A lot of them don't get to that point. So we had guys on our team uh, that, you know, they would get hurt, which every guy, everyone gets hurt in football, right. but they are shut it down. The guys that play through hurt know how far they can go through that pain, how much toleration they have uh, through a, through an incident. Johnny Mazzell, he's he he don't know how far he can go in life because he's not trying to. He's on his own pace. He's never been tested. He's never been tested. He's exactly. always, every time he gets tested, he walks backwards and walks out. Like you said, picks up his football and says, I'm going home. <laughs> takes the football and go home. I'm, I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah, and, that, oh. and, that's the, and that's unfortunate because when he left, um, the one thing I didn't like about his college career is that he, after winning the Heisman, like he was the first one ever to win the Heisman, right. and couldn't deal with crowds, um, is he started taking online classes. You should have stayed around the people. Mm. You should have. You so sorry about being uh, Aggie and have you disappointed them away from them. You should have stayed on the campus, and now you still have to graduate. He he's got such an elitist attitude that makes me absolutely sick to my stomach to think that. Oh, I won't. I don't want to have to deal with all the people on campus now. I'm a celebrity. Are you kidding me? All right. Well, think about. Have this. some cojones. Think about this. When your son or your anybody your your niece who's pretty good in track. Yeah. She started hanging around all these seniors. Uh, she started hanging around all these collegiate players. This is what Johnny Manziel doing. He's pretty much a junior in, high, in college right now. Yeah. And he's hanging around LeBron James, uh, Bieber and all those guys, going out to Vegas. Uh, what he do, he's doing what a high percentage of college athletes can't do right, right now. Right. Or want to do it, or they, they want to do it, but they know my focus has to be put towards becoming this next thing in college or this next thing to the next level, which will be the NFL. Again, I'm going to put on my old white guy uniform right now. and You look at your summer clothes on right now. On a, <laughs> hey, I was on a road trip. <laughs> you, you, how far you do a U-turn? Are you on your way? No, I was out at, um, I was out at about uh, 40th. Oh, 43rd Avenue and the 10, and I turned around. You going that way? I was taking the 10 out to the 85, 85 down to uh, the 8 and 8 on in. Oh, the back way? Yeah. Oh. 
it's it's actually faster from Scottsdale going there that way. The versus going down to two thirty eight. Anyway, old white man clothes. All right. So my old. <laughs> this is this is where I struggle with millennials. If you're truly serious about your career. Okay, speak on that. I'm, you 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 about to say something? Go ahead. Yep. You've got to put in the work before you get the accolades, and this is critical. This is this is meaning be prepared. Work harder than everybody else. Do the things that nobody else notices, but you notice. And you know you've got to put it together. You can't, you can't just suddenly decide, well, I'm just going to go and talk to uh, my Aggie fellows because they love me because I'm an Aggie. That's a bunch of crap. If you're going to be prepared for your job, you don't, you don't call into your job 10 seconds before you're supposed to be there and say, by the way, I'm not going to be there today. <laughs> You're making me laugh, man. Because uh, <laughs> um, especially if you do it several times in one week. Yeah, the um, some guys don't understand it. Some guys, because you yeah. know, you try to you, being a college athlete. As spe- you know this, it, it is special. There's a lot of things oh, yeah. you get. It, it's special in a sense where, and I don't think it's fair. But what's fair have to do with this? I think it's special right. in regards to. There's a lot of stuff that we get on campus that regular students can't get. Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff that I got on campus that I gave to regular students because they couldn't get couldn't it. Get it. And and when somebody argued with me saying uh, about NCAA rules, I said, first of all, I don't. I'm not an NCAA fan. I'm not a fan of these guys because you're gonna tell me that I, because I'm on a scholarship for something I worked for, I can't still make money away from that. Right. Because it's a violation. Now you asking a college a regular person. By regular, you're asking a student, a non-athletic student, to um, enroll. He or she can work, but they have to go to class also. Right. Because sports come first on these college campuses. And if you, if I need all your undivided attention and what I'm trying to do athletically. Boy, hallelujah. But you know what? You won't hear any... But anybody not. say that they're always they always are so careful about saying student athlete. Yeah. But you just nailed it on the head. Boom! Drop the mic because it is all about the athletic before student. Yeah. No, it is athletic student. Because I had a guy. We were major. We had the same major. Yeah. On my team, um, I was the starter. He was my backup. I should call him on. I should call him one day and get him on the show. But they said uh, you can't be late for class. And I'm like, well, he's late for class. Um, he's we in the same class. Eh, you can't. Be, you hit to play football. And I'm like, what did you just say to me? I've never heard that. I've always heard it being said, but not to yeah, me. Yeah. Um, and it was crazy because these these coaches, this this is big business now. It's bigger business than when I was playing. Yeah. This millions of dollars for it's twenty million dollars. You go to a good bowl game. You look at um. Yeah. You look at and people don't say anything because they scared of confrontation. For example, Alabama. Mm. Have you seen their schedule? Yes. Have you seen their schedule? If they don't win a national championship again this year, it, it, it'd be criminal. But they shouldn't even – that schedule looked like um, Boise, Idaho schedule. Absolutely. Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day. But they're going to be – because they're a Division One program, which Boise is now, football-wise, Boise has beaten Division One schools in bowl games. That's the time when the – Big schools need to win because you're doing a whole lot of recruiting around that time. Right. Go look at the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. It's a football schedule this year. St. Mary's. 
of the Episcopal blind. of the poor. And the deaf. <laughs> they got three ones. Exactly. And then they threw in uh, Western Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have a... Uh, which, which, by the way, actually was, was a decent team, except that they their quarterback went in the draft last year. Right. <laughs> so they've got nobody at Western Kentucky. And that's how they use it. They, they, they'll say, uh, um, well... They had some draft picks. They had some <laughs> yeah, they had some pro draft picks. They had this some year. pro guys going over there. Well, everybody oh, from any school gracious. can go pro. The problem with going pro is these scouts are scared to death and they sorry and they stink. They don't know what they're doing. It's just a job description. They don't go to the the colleges where that person they're looking at fits the prop, the uh, offense, defense, special teams of what we want you for. Just because you run a good forty, don't mean you can play football. I know a mm-hmm. guy who runs a four five four six. A cornerback covering all the four, three, and four, four guys with no problem. You got to you, you know the game technique. Yep. yep. All right. Well, this time for a quick break. But you Woo. know what? I don't know if you've seen um, what's her name, Malenia Trump and uh, Michelle yes. Obama. You seen that nonsense? <laughs> yes. That's that's ridiculous. Completely. Well, I'm not supposed to talk. Kurt Phillips. Whoever I am today, Kurt Carlos. Yeah. Santana. <laughs> Miyamo is Carlos. You better be Carlos in about <laughs> four hours. Thanks. We'll be right back. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hi, I'm John Rainey, Chief Financial Officer of United Airlines, and I'm honored to be the National Chair for the 2015 March for Babies campaign for the March of Dimes. United is a proud supporter of the March of Dimes mission to improve the health of babies and fight premature birth. We're helping the March of Dimes fund breakthroughs in research and community programs that help more mothers have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Please join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit marchofdimes.org. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. This here's a chance for all the fellas. Try to do what those ladies tell us. Get shot down because you're overzealous. We got to play this out. <laughs> you, okay, you know, Jalen uh, Rose and uh, who's this guy? Jalen and somebody else. Jacoby and Rose. Jacoby and Rose. Jacoby and Jay- Jalen and Jacoby. They have a show that they play the music all the way through, and I was like, do I do I like this? We did that. We used to do that in our old show. We did that all the time. We'd play music. Well, did we? Yes, we all the time. Especially, I was, I was always stopping to get wine, so I don't know. Well, that, well that's true. <laughs> I was that, always that stopping was to get wine, and so you you hear me asking for some coffee? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> look at you! You know. <laughs> You are a good woman. I don't care what he says. Otherwise, I was going. Kwame just got just got coffee delivered to him for. This is just ridiculous. But that's one of the good people here. Oh no! Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I'm a uh, no. She Sandra hooked me up. 
So she always hooked me with that coffee. She said, what are you drinking that stuff? She didn't want to show me. You saw the magic trick with the uh, yeah. flammables. Yeah. It wasn't even magic. It was like, uh, that's gotta disgusting. Watch, gotta watch what you put in hey, If any of you putting any of that powdered cream into your coffee, mm-hmm. pour that out of the container one time over an open flame and see what happens. <sighs> yeah, but be careful. Don't wear anything flammable. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. you will be... Uh, What's that guy? Flame on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. A fireman, a Flame fire on. guy. Um, Another hero. Buster Move. Uh, this guy, actually, I see him in a, a lot of the um, Young MC. Yeah. At a lot of the poker tournaments out here. Which hmm. we had poker. He actually is that right? Yeah, he's, he's, he lives out here. Well, Everybody so does, uh, I, I was going to say, there are so many people that live out here. Everybody lives in Arizona. Um, I don't know why. That people don't, uh, well. Well, I don't know why in the summertime. Yeah, that's that's true. But I think it's it's the it's the cost of living. Really? It's very low in comparison to other places. Shit, it's warm it's weather. It's as close to everything that you want to go to as you can be without being there. In other words, you're a two-hour drive to 14,000 feet of mountains in Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. You are an hour flight to the beaches of California, California? or you're Mexico. Right? Or Mexico, or a three and a half hour drive to Mexico, Carlos. like I'm going to be doing. <laughs> and what, what? Uh, so you've got everything right here, and you can play golf year round. Yeah, you can do all the things that you want to do outdoors. Is that the year-round. intriguing part about Arizona? Because of, I think what it's, the offer, what it offers. I, I think I think that's what I've always liked about it is that it's close to anywhere I want to go. Plus, for me, you know I. Back in the day, I used to play a lot of, a lot of softball and volley, beach volleyball and at stuff night. like that at night. Yeah. And I can't do that anywhere else. That is too uh, cold. That is, so. uh, and it does have a lot to offer in Arizona. Because the, the thing is, June, July, August? I, I will give away. Three months? I'll give away August and September. September is good. <sighs> you think it's hot in September? September well, I, okay, so the last half of July. August and the first half of September. Give me those. Get rid of those two months. Those are the two months I want to be gone. August, September. No, first June. last two weeks of July. Uh huh. August and the first two weeks of September. I want to be gone. Oh, well, I want to be gone. Uh, June, July, August. Okay. June. July. See, I don't think June's all that bad. Mm, I think it's about to be bad. And I'm about to be gone. Well, but we're in July, middle of July. I know. But I'm well, here though. In the middle. I know. We got well, things, we got hey, listen. I told you, pack your bag. <laughs> you you mentioned uh, you was headed to be Carlos uh, earlier in the week. What was I that? Know. Well, that was this weekend. Yeah, when yeah. we were playing golf, I said, "Hey, pack your bag. Let's go. I'm gonna go down for a few days." Mm-hmm. And so I, now I'm, I'm supposed to be in California playing golf right now. Oh, I didn't get that invite. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Well, that's all right though. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get down there. So I'll get down there by two o'clock. I'll play a little golf this afternoon. You'll check in real quick and well, not check in, but go into your spot real quick and yep. then. And I'm gonna go go play go to the golf course, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play for as much as I want. You gonna whether it's eighteen or or whatever. Yeah, you're gonna so. be the. It will, it will be easily eighteen. It'll be easy in eighteen. Oh yeah. I've, and then you just you, if you by yourself, you're gonna. You can I'm, probably take. I'm going to go to the wreck tonight. Work. Enjoy co- the shipwreck right down the, it's a uh, club, restaurant, bar, um, about a quarter mile down from my place on the beach. Oh, okay. 
So I'm going to oh, go down there. Oh, is it at the end of the beach? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's right next to where the new um, golf course port is. You uh, everything all right over there? Jeez, got a lot going on here. Um, so yeah, that's so I'm going to do that, and then I'll get a good nice rest. I'll get up. I'll uh, I'm going to go uh, walk the beach, get in my twenty thousand steps on the beach first thing in the morning. Is that what you do? Twenty thousand? Yeah, I, just, I do ten thousand. When 10, I'm down I'm there, good. when I'm down there, mm-hmm. or when I used to go to Hawaii with the X and stuff, we would. We would walk forever. We'd get in 20,000 steps mm. first thing in the morning, and then and then I'll go to the gym, and I'll probably go hit balls or something and play a little golf and hang out. I'll do a little uh, wave runner going on. I can, I can see 20,000 once a week. Not 10,000 of it is golf. Well, yeah, ten, and to me that doesn't count. It's really easy to knock out your 10,000 if you're doing yeah, golf. Yeah, because golf, because you swing it and you... But that's why I get on the elliptical first thing in the morning. When I go to work out, I'm on the elliptical, mm-hmm. and I'll knock out probably 5,000 or so just on the elliptical. <laughs> and then I'll... Uh, but and So I'll easily get my 10 in. But when I'm on vacation, I kind of want to... Chill out? Well, and I want to do a lot more walking because I, I will probably do more imbibing than I generally do. No, okay. No, I hear you. So, Carlos. <laughs> Draymond Green says uh, rest won't be a distraction to Team USA. It, it, it bothers me when guys say what it's going to be or what it's not going to be, when you're not the guys who's been affected or have to answer questions to some idiotic thing you've done. Right. It's about defending our country the right way. You big dummy, you. You, um, <laughs> I don't know why. I know, guys, I know a lot of guys like him. Yeah. They are good. Yeah. But they compare themselves, which um, we know they good. We we say, well, you're an intricate part of which needs to be done on this team for the, these guys to win. I know there's KD, Kevin Durant is there now, Clay Thompson, and um, the other guy. Um, but Steph, I, I'm upset with him right now. Yeah, and you're, you're upset with Steph. Yeah, he's shit over. You can't be three one, MVP. Let it go. Yeah. Oh, me or Steph. He let it go. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, he let, and, and let it go. I agree. 3-1. You have 3-1. You didn't reign the MVP. You, you were 73 and 19. You just got to win one game. Yeah. Now, Draymond had something to do with that. Being suspended mm-hmm. because he's an idiot. And Bogut being hurt, no one talks about that much. Was, but he was gone all of almost all of game five. He got hurt right at the end of the first quarter. He balled out the first game. He was he was a big difference maker for them in their first few games. But when he got hurt, end of the first quarter, game five, gone six cents. So he's gone basically three quarters of game five, gone game six, gone game seven. I think that Isn't really hurt them. Isn't he gone now? Yeah. They, oh well. So who's that? Uh, Vajra. Virgil? Virgil. He's, um, you heard the story about the ring. <laughs> he cracks me up. He says, well, this is what, this is what a little kid would say, well, I, you know, I, I'm going to give you some cookies, but no, I think I'm not going to give it to you. Then you're a little kid, you say, well, I didn't want it in me. I didn't want it anyway. anyway. <laughs> Dumbest thing, two dumb things in sports happened in the last two days. One was Virgil coming out and saying, I wouldn't. I will not take the ring, which he was never offered, Right. by the way. Shouldn't they offer him a ring, though? Well, I don't think they said that they would give him a ring if he asked. Oh, they see, now that's gangster right there. You yeah. Know, ask for it. It's yeah. like, uh, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. what's the movie? Um, 
yeah, Lieutenant Cafferty, you can have it. But oh, first, you got to ask nicely. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> a few right. good men. A few good men, exactly. That's uh, Jack, Jack, Jack Nicholas. Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was absolutely hilarious that he, he tried to get out in front of it and say, I won't take, I, under no conditions will I take this ring. This just in, you were never offered it. But way to get out in front of it. Here's something even worse. Yesterday, a 13-foot bronze statue Mm. was put up in front of Panther Stadium of Richardson, the owner. He's got a panther on each side of him. Panthers. The Carolina Carolina Panthers. Panthers. And he's holding a football. So he erected, he had erected a 13-foot bronze statue of himself. Is he dead? No, he's alive. (laughs) No. How bad is that, that you've got to go out and get... Let me tell you th- why. That's, that's, it. that's worse than Verizal. Let me tell you why. It is. Let me <laughs> tell you why. Because he didn't want Cam Newton had the first statue in, the, in that area. Oh. You know, a lot of people, Jake DeLong's there. <laughs> a lot of people could have had statues in there because that, that was a, fr- that was a um, franchise that came in, expansion team. Yep. That was an expansion team with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they end up going to the Super Bowl after their second yeah. year, I think. Yep. Which was amazing with uh, John Fox. But you, as an owner, put a statue up. You don't do that. Put, no. Well, if you're going to put it up, put it in the back of the building where a lot of people don't go. Well, I mean, you can, go, you can enter a stadium <laughs> anywhere, but that is crazy. Not the premium side. Well, and, and I'm sorry, but. I can see that happening a here. A 13-foot I can see that happening statue? here. Here, I can see that happening here. Who, who would have that done? Michael. Oh, Michael Bidwell have yeah. a statue of himself. I don't know if he. I don't know if he's crazy enough to do that. <laughs> I don't know if he's crazy enough to do you that. You call him crazy. Well, well you if, know, he did, actually, if he did that, when before he was the owner mm-hmm. years ago, um, he was, probably while you were actually playing, mm-hmm. Paul Jensen, their PR guy, was a good he, friend of yeah, mine. Yeah, I like Paul. So we would meet out for happy hour, mm-hmm. and. They had just re-signed Jake to his big contract here. That's when everything happened with this team. Yeah. And so I'm out there, and, and PJ would always cringe because he knew I'd say something. So, so Michael shows up. So it's me, PJ, and Michael at happy hour. And uh, so we're talking about this. And, and I, said, I said, well, Michael, I got a problem. He goes, really? What, what's, a, what's the issue? I said, so... You just get done spending tens of millions of dollars on your quote-unquote franchise quarterback, mm. but you let Lomas Brown, your left tackle who protects him, go. You remember that? Obviously you do. Yeah. And I just, I, I said, that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life where you're going to make this investment, but now the people that are here to protect him, I'm going to let them go. Go. And Lomas Brown was a, an, an all-pro two years before that. Yeah, in Detroit. Yeah. And, and I don't care if he's lost something in the translate. You don't. you got to protect your investment. And I said, this is the dumbest thing. And, and to his credit, Michael Bidwell's credit, uh-huh. he sat there and listened. He goes, hmm. But at that point, he wasn't really associated with the team yet. He was, yeah. He was, well, that's the That's same when here. he was still the assistant attorney general, uh, it, U.S. It, attorney general. In a state, in, yep. a, in a uh, valley. Yeah, but he, um, not why he, but that same year, you gave, I think there was a lot of contracts up. 
Mm-hmm. You gave Jake a contract. Um, I think he still had one or two more years on his deal. Right. Lomas gone. I think uh, Seth was. Seth might have left. The next. Jameer Miller was gone. Uh, Eric, Eric Hill was gone. That's a lot of talent walking out the door. Walking out the door. Um, you sign a bunch of. So it, I think a lot of times this does not have nothing to do with anything to do with the Cardinals, but more so just the lead itself. A lot of times you sign a little guys around your team, and it looked like you kept a few guys that could right, play. Right. When you really just gave somebody a big deal, kind of like Andrew Luck. Like that's, I think that's going to come back and bite those guys mm, eventually in the next three years. He has to play way better than he played in the previous two or three years. And I don't like the excuses that I'm an Andrew Luck fan, but I don't, I don't have a built-in excuse that he didn't have a line. This is the NFL. He go out there and get some grown men. I haven't seen improvement. Yeah, I've seen the, this. Yeah, but he's been playing in the um, what's the league? NFC, NFC, AFC, AFC East, North, or, or North? Yeah, AFC North. Yeah, and, and everybody said, well, he's a he's a um, Pro Bowler. I said, look who he's playing against. It was Houston Texans, and they was none. Arian Foster uh, was always hurt. Speaking of Arian Foster, who just went to Miami, signed. A, I think he signed a four year deal with Miami. Yeah, um, a guy who has a heart condition. So I don't know how he's pulling this off, but he's just be safe. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, uh, who was in the league? The um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Man, that's one more team that stinks. <laughs> um, but yeah, he should play better. And then when you say, well, he threw this many touchdowns, look at his interception to touchdown ratio. He's terrible. He's horrible. He's terrible. He's horrible. But you give him a deal. You get now. I'm not mad at the deal because you have to sign a quarterback. A friend, you have to have a franchise quarterback to be anything in this league. You look at Kirk Cousins there. Kirk Cousins got $19 million this year, but it's a franchise. You know what's going to happen next year? 19 or 20, something like that. They're going to franchise him again. If he have even the same year he had last year, he's going to be franchised again. And in those two years, he's going to make uh, 40 something million dollars. Right. There's nothing wrong with that type of franchise. No, and. But you're using it for the wrong reasons. Well, I don't know. I actually think that franchising. Kirk Cousins makes the most amount of sense in of any Washington. franchise. Yeah, in Washington. This year this but, year and next year, because you're going to draft a quarterback. Let me throw this at you, too. <clears throat> Eric Berry. Yeah. The, he's now franchised. He did not sign a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. And this is, okay, so this is my business side coming out. Not how much I like the, the individual or the player. With him, he's come back one year. And went to the Pro Bowl. He did. I just don't know, considering what he's come back from, is that, in fact, sustainable? Well, you're not, you on your business side, you got your suit and tie on, right? Yep. Okay, you're paying him for what he does on the field for you. Yep. But then you also monitoring the years. You also know he could have been in a serious car accident. I don't know if this guy will come back from that serious car accident. He comes back and he plays well. Don't look like any signs of a, a setback. But what he has, Hopkins, uh what do he has? Hodgkin's lymphoma. Okay. Yeah. So you you think there is a chance well, we can give you his long term deal? You can go into remission. Right. Um, but it's guys like Larry Sinners that you let go. He never had to make a play on that football field. Long as he in that huddle, two other guys are responsible for him on that defense, and that opens True. up everybody else. True. I pay guys for because I like them. But I think and and again, he's a great story. He's a great image. All of that. But I. I'm concerned. I think that using, I want to see him play one more year. 
So I'm going to franchise him. And I had no intention of ever signing him to a long-term deal. I only have intention of signing him to this to set him up for his next opportunity. Same thing with Cousins. There's no way I was ever going to sign him to a long-term no, deal. No, me either. I'm, I'm signing. I will franchise him. for. I'm going to eat it for one year. And I realize that if he plays lights out and demonstrates to me that he can actually be this quarterback long-term. I'm franchising him again. I, I will probably franchise him again, absolutely. But Eric Berry, I will then have more information that I can make a long-term deal with him. And though that's the right way of using the franchise tag. Now, the stupid way of using a franchise tag? Was John that. Elway. What an idiot. Franchising Vaughn Miller that you oh. knew... You knew you, you were going to. You knew you were going to sign him right. to a long-term deal. Yeah. And by the way, it cost you a lot more money. Seventy million guaranteed. I promise you, if they'd come out right after the Super Bowl and offered him sixty million guaranteed in the same contract, he, he would have took it. He'd have jumped on it in a heartbeat. He would have said, "Oh, my team and all the my player, team values me." And all that's all a player want. That's all a player. We're not trying to break the bank, although we know what you make, but. Mm-hmm. I just come off a Super Bowl. This is the best time to sign me right now. Absolutely. You're supposed to be so smart as a businessman, yeah. but you couldn't see that coming. They lost a lot of money. Oh, they and, lost about fifteen and honestly, million dollars. I, you know, you lost. You could have done. Then you could have franchised Jackson. You could have yep. franchised. You could have tr- franchised a ton of different players. Could have franchise on the kicker if you want to use it. Absolutely. Quarterback <laughs> well, sports talk. Kurt <laughs> Felkeller, Carlos, in about three hours. <laughs> we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Can you say hook, line, and porker? We're scratching both the hunting and fishing itch this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav by embarking on a combination hog hunting and fishing trip. Tune in for expert advice from Hal Schaefer and Greg Zipidelli of Drop Zone, Fire Disc co-creator Griffin Jaggard, and Jeff Thomason of Predator Pursuit for how to limit out on the water, how to bag some feral hogs, and even how to prepare them. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
Tech there. Techno. Rolling into our last segment of this beautiful Tuesday, which we're going to take a 47-hour break then and come back on Thursday. Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk here. Captain Kurt, or ouch, ouch. Young Kwame just rammed his knee into the table in his sprint to get back in the chair because he had to go get himself a little coffee. And I don't even dress. I just started drinking coffee. Well, you know how many... Yeah, coffee I've had since. Yeah, I, I hear you. Yeah, we usually got friends talking about you don't drink coffee. I was ready for a road trip. Well, that's true. That's, that's true. what I was doing. I was in the midst of a road trip, and and I said, you know what? Okay. My PIC needs a little support. I, I sent a text out. I said, good thing this is not ESPN. <laughs> I know. You motherfuckers is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I consider that one not not to me. You well, you text me. Um, well, you, well, no, we were together. You yeah, said, I'm yeah. going to go, to, head go down, down to, to Mexico. And I said again. I said, there had to be yeah. something down there to make you drive three and a half hours. It's just so beautiful down there. <laughs> and I will it's be not sitting as, on the beach. And it wasn't as hot as you expected. Oh no! And it it is always about 15 degrees cooler there than here. And there's always a breeze. So I will be toasting you tonight <laughs> at about eight o'clock as the sun goes down, and I'll be sitting on the beach with a little. Little, uh, so at eight o'clock, I should have a, uh, I should have a uh, spirit in my hand. Yes, and I will. Yeah, I think you well, should. Because when I leave here, I have to go to, uh, I have to make a run to, you know, I'm working on my event coming up. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's moving a little bit. Have a little momentum. People calling yeah. in. Got some, uh, got some uh, sponsors that came in yesterday. Good. Got some in kind stuff. Got a wine tasting in Sedona. Or I think it's in Sedona. Ooh. And four bottles of wine. So trying to get some staycations out that way. I have oh, I have yes. one. It's a two night stay in Sedona. Wow! So trying wow. to get trying to do it right. Get some. Yeah. So I'm going to Lucky Strike and solidify some things. I was going to have a VIP after party at the uh, Clarendon, but they are stupid, and um, yeah. So, mm. but they want me to do something during football season. So now it's going to cost you. Well, yeah, they could cost you a little. You could treat me like Von Miller right after the Super Bowl. It's cost you a little. What's going to cost you a lot? Either way, it's going to cost you. So that's that. But you'll know. I, I said it's Dave and Buster's role. Dave and Buster's? Oh, I need to call them, too. Mm-hmm. I need to. I got two Dave and Buster's good friends over there. You know what? That's a cool place. The food is underrated. It is underrated, and it's not just for kids. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. They actually have really good food there. Uh, but definitely underrated. You're thinking I'm going to Dave and Buster's. I'm going to a video place. I want to hear all those kids. Yeah, I actually, I got to tell you, I think it's awesome. I hate going place when I hear a lot of kids, but that is not. <laughs> but but honestly, Dave and Buster's is not necessarily that place. It's not. It's not. I'm gonna tell you another place too. You'd be uh, pleasantly surprised. The Disney Cruise. You would think it's for a lot of kids. Right. So I went on Disney Cruise, and uh, there was couples there. Right. No kids. Hmm. I guess the. I mean, you go where you go, Bahamas, Coco Cay, right. uh, you, you know, you go where you go, um, but there's couples, so I guess it was a cheaper cruise for couples as opposed to getting on to some other cruise line that go that's going to the same place. Yeah. But it was it was pretty good. That's cool. It's pretty good. I like cruises. I can do cruises. When the last, uh, I can't do seven-day cruises. Like Ed, he goes on seven- to 14-day cruise. I said, you, you, you crazy. 14-day cruise, I can't be somewhere for 14 days. I did that through the Mediterranean. Yeah, well, you flew somewhere first. Yeah, we were in London, and then we, we flew to Venice and took the uh, ship out of Venice. 
for two weeks and cruised around the Mediterranean, Croatia, Turkey, etc. And made all the stops. Yeah. See, see Frank been around the world. This one, uh, Frank was in uh, in love. Um, but he, he <laughs> That's when I was in love too. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> I've been a. Uh, He's been around. Um, he's been around the world. I think twice or something like that. Maybe yeah. once. But you know, he did that. Flew there. Yeah. Cruised here. Flew to a couple places. Did a mm-hmm. did a full loop. I'm like I don't know if I want to be gone that long. I just yeah. feel like I can't be gone for a long time anywhere. I will say probably the best cruise I ever did was when I went down a few years back. Speaking of cruises, I need to get ago. a cruise for my first prize. Well, yeah, I, I did have it. I'm tripping. Last year, or last time, yeah, I had. I gave away four cruises. Wow. That's how I'm Dang. doing it, man. I wish I had my ball, my ball and Look shoes ready to go. But I took a cruise around New Zealand, went to the President's Cup in Australia, hung out in Melbourne and Sydney for a week, and then did three weeks. You timed it up, though. All around New Zealand and played some of the best golf courses in the world in New Zealand. And that place is phenomenal. Maybe that's the way I can do it. Maybe. Yeah. It was awesome. Because I have to have my golf club. You know. Yeah. So Kevin, that's what Kevin and I did. So I went okay. with, with Kevin and uh, my sister and their, their whole family and stuff. So our big thing was every stop, we Tell already, Kevin, we we get already back hooked up there. golf. Oh, yeah. He was. I played golf with him this weekend, too. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I played with Francis. Francis. It could have been a foursome, but you wanted to be a twosome. <sighs> yeah. Well. Yeah, we, well, you know what we did? We did the uh, <laughs> Biltmore again. Oh, but okay. we did the uh, Adobe. Okay. What is this? Yeah. Oh, that's better. Okay, I'm supposed to go on uh, Desiree Astorga. You gotta, you gotta check it out. Where? It's um, she has a show, but she just uh, sent me the um, she just sent me a link. You might want to check. Who's Desiree? Show. You know what? You got to get on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. You see, that's why I'm meeting a lot of people on LinkedIn. This is business stuff. So she's just. She's um yeah she has a radio show it's a part it's something like a podcast but she she go hard she go hard so I'm gonna wow. get on her show I think right. that's tomorrow all right I got it and she's oh. in she, yeah she's in my neck of the wood uh well um uh, California very good very good okay so she's a photographer reporter producer host social media director and producer. Slash artist. Mm-hmm. Out of San Diego. San Diego. Superchargers. I am uh, going to do that show. I might. I'm going to do it tomorrow. But when I go out there, I'm probably going to reach out to her also. But we got to get her on the show, hey, too. you know, that's like we were supposed to get the invite from our girl out of New York. Well, she's not out in New York. She's still in the Carolinas, right, Cherie? She, yeah, Cherie. I, you know, yeah. I didn't even hook up uh, with Cherie when I went to New York. I, Is that right? I didn't. Even, yeah, because I was too busy. I don't even think I was that busy, but I could have invited her to yeah. the dinners and stuff we were going to, and we had a karaoke and all that. Cherie hasn't called in here in a long time, and I'm a little disappointed. She's waiting for her football season. You know how they? Oh no! Well, well yeah. Then then she'll say, "Hey, well, that's you guys next week. come on the show." That's next week, right? Don't <laughs> yeah, camps exactly. open up next week? Yeah, camp start opening up next week. Mm. Yeah, I can't wait. Patrick Thank Peterson, God. you gotta call me back, man. Is Patrick Peterson not calling you back? Well, I'm giving him a pass. I always give somebody the benefit of the doubt. But I did see he was at uh, uh, Johnson's wedding. Mm. Yeah, so he went to a wedding. I guess all of the guys went there. Yeah. 
Hazia? Call now is, is Tyron Matthew going to be ready to go? Tyron's always. I bet he's ready right now. But yeah, I think I so. Mean, I, but are they? Get, I, I'm assuming I they're going to hold season. him back. I wouldn't put him in preseason. Yeah, yeah. When you go to the stadium, you'll see him working out on the side of the stadium while they're in there going through camp. Okay. Yeah. Very so good. He's a. Uh, he won't. He won't. He won't. I wouldn't put him in preseason because the guy can play. He knows football. Yeah. He's instinctive enough, where he go out there and get it done. The the best thing about having the left and the right knee, if there's any uh, best thing to it, is. He never gonna have that problem again. He shouldn't have that problem again. Right. He had the left ACL and the right ACL. Yep. He got two new legs now. Well, the the way they do surgeries today, they now, end up being better than before. You should see my surgery on my left knee. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Like they did it with a butter knife. Well. It might have had some biscuits too. Let me see. Yeah. What? No. So, so as you can see, they they went in. Big twice, and then I got the little. Yeah, no, that's. So I got two scopes and two majors. So I have a, a that's, microfracture. That's way better than mine. A total reconstruction. Um, well, they, you know, when they did this, they told me I was never going to walk again without a limp, and I could never run again. That, that's because they never done that in their life ever. Yeah. But it was. I came with some average person, and that's right, I said it. You've never run at a high level. Maybe your high level, but you never run it how we had to run. Right. But then you're going to tell me I'm never running like that again. Yeah, I said that I had surgeries on my knees. You make it a point to run like that again. Right. You rehab. You come back. Obviously, there's a little something like this right here. Like, okay, you got to get over that mental block. Right. That's the toughest part. Absolutely. For me, that's what it was. But I remember, I remember crying like a little baby when he said and that to me. Oh, when he said that? I was going to say rehab. Oh, no, no, no. Rehab, I was... I cried in rehab. I just was... I was so determined once I had... So I had a cast on, and here's how screwed up I was back then. No, I had a cast on from so here did I. all the way down to here. For your knee. Yeah. So did I. No mobility, no nothing for, for six, six months. months. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I had exactly. the same thing. Oh. A cast, it was for my knee. I had a cast from my ankle to my hip. Yep. And I remember breaking that off because it kept jabbing yep. me. So I had to break it off a little bit. That is crazy. Yeah. That's how now surgery is like, I put an ace band. You get out of surgery, I'm put an ace band on it. And they've got that constant motion machine that you're in for the first few days. And they make, yeah. yeah. You don't have to do it. Just sit there. Yeah. Just sit there and have it go. Yeah. I had that, I had that when I had the microfracture done. I had microfracture against my will. I didn't even know I was getting it. Is that right? Yeah. I don't see, see that, that. That's crazy because. Twice. Microfractures, you know if they're going to work or not if you keep absolutely all weight off them for three months. Yeah. You're supposed to keep, they really want you to rehab. You go in there for a scope and you find out you're getting microfractures everywhere because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it heals up better, right. allegedly. And then, but you can't have any downward pressure, otherwise, it breaks off the, uh, the scar very tissue. Very easily. Yeah, very easily. I'm, so, not a, I'm not a fan of surgery um, or just going into the body, really. Yeah. I mean, the body heals itself. The problem with having to do that is that we mess it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking coffee right now. <laughs> I see that. And tomorrow, somebody will say, oh, this is the worst thing you have in your body. But then a year later, they'll say, well, coffee, you need this in your body. You got to have this. It's like weed. Well, yeah. It's, it's from the earth. It's natural. Oh, you know, so Lincoln Kennedy yesterday, I believe it was Lincoln Kennedy, uh, said wanna... he... 
he goes, there's a reason that marijuana is banned in the NFL. And it's because it's not good for you in any stretch of the imagination. I'm going, Lincoln, you can't work on information that you knew about 20, 30 years ago. What did you he say have this? to evolve. ESPN? He said this on, yeah, on, on some show. And I, and I was just going nuts because he's going, he's going I'm, not a, I'm not in favor at all of them looking at marijuana for medicinal use or any, any other factor in the NFL. There's a reason it's banned. It's bad for you. Now, see, I That's was just ignorant. And yeah. he's, not, he's not an ignorant guy. You know what? I was going to say the same thing. I said, Lincoln Kennedy, I know Lincoln. He's, he lives out here. He, I call him up right now. He'll call in. So what you need, buddy? He's a smart guy. I think you was, see that. I'm pretty sure it was Lincoln Kennedy. I'm pretty sure. But you can't. I, I'm, I'm all in favor for it. If, it, if I got to rehab and get back to. But when it slows you down, mm-hmm. football is such a high rate sport. Football is like hockey. Like hockey. Yeah. You are moving all the time. But the only thing is our shifts are t- timeouts. Right. And 20 seconds of you better get. You just a went burst. deep. Yeah. You yeah. just took me deep. I got to. Don't worry about me walking to the uh, to the huddle. I can see the place from the sideline. Right. So exactly. I'm getting my breath back. Yeah. Well, I just think, you know, we have to evolve. And when inform- new information comes available to you, it's irresponsible not to take that new information and change your opinions about things. And do something with it. Go read. That's why I tell you all exactly. the time. So I know you're a reader. So when I bring something up, I said, don't take my word for it. Yeah. Go go read about Make it. Make up your own mind. And then let's come in here and have a discussion about it. It's kind of like, it's like, I'm not going to do anything to uplift you if uh, I'm trying to bring you down. I'll give you a, a school loan. I'll give you a, a mortgage. I'll give you a car loan. School loan, $100,000 or more. Mortgage, quarter of a million. A car, about 70000 But I'm not giving you a business loan so you can uplift yourself. It's, right. it's, it's just go read up on some stuff that I tell you about. You just you don't listen to me because it's coming from me. You're like I don't know what I'm talking about or how I say it. Mm. You and I say the same thing yeah. most of the times at a high percentage. That's because we went to go do our research. Right. Right. Well, Carlos, I appreciate you uh, doing that U-turn, that hard U-turn, it was a hard and you U-turn. still beat me here. That's where I am, man. That's yeah, how yeah, I roll. You, yeah, you. It is. <laughs> uh, Got to make some. 2017 is going to be it's going to be the, it's going to be the deal. Let's Kwame, start it early. You want to start it early? Yeah, let's Kwame start it. Sports talks. Kurt Fairkeller in the building. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.